Welcome to the Coffee Banter Podcast with me, Sanya. This show is a curated effort to offer depth and discovery about life and business alike. To have a conversation around the basic questions of existence, creativity, social healing and art, all over a cup of coffee. If you like the show, please don't forget to subscribe and to leave a feedback on whichever platform you use to listen to your podcast. It would really mean so much. And now, let the banter begin. The course of your life depends on how you react to opportunities and challenges that randomness presents to you. It is up to you then to be alert to these events, seize the opportunities and mark your destiny. We have every single day this possibility, this chance of discovering something new in our life. This is Sanya Zafar and you're listening to the Coffee Banter Podcast. My guest today is an Emirati entrepreneur who left the safety of a full-time high-earning job in the government to pursue her dream. A dream that manifested once she opened her own coffee shop to make great coffee and put a smile on people's faces. This is her why to what she does today. This is predominantly unheard of in the culture that she originates from, but here she is breaking the norms, changing mindsets. She not now only proudly owns her own coffee shop in Abu Dhabi called The Coffee Architecture, but also hosts webinars and events to impart her knowledge to the budding coffee enthusiasts and baristas around the world and to maintain the popular coffee culture that she has picked up from her ancestors. Leading a Marathi barista, successful entrepreneur and a businesswoman, Nooral Anbane. Hello, Nooran, and welcome to the show. Hi, Sanya. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. I'm very excited that you're here and so happy that you could take time out for us. Thank you so much. I'm so happy with you guys. Thank you so much. I like to ask all my guests whether they prefer tea or coffee. It's usually the first question. I think I already know your answer, but I'll still ask you tea or coffee and how do you like it? (laughs) Yeah, I love coffee actually. (laughs) I'm not a a tea person. Uh, I love so much coffee since childhood. Yeah. My coffee, (laughs) coffee is my passion. Yeah. That's amazing. So it all, it all just is very exciting, you know, having you here, knowing you are from the Croffing Brewing fraternity. So I think I'm just going to go down and without further ado, jump in. Um, so I want to ask you, you are an Emirati national. Where did you grow up in the UAE? Uh, I'm, uh, I grew up uh, in Ras al-Khaimah. Okay. Um, and then I moved to Abu Dhabi uh, for working, actually. Right. In 2007. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Russell Khaimah has changed a lot over the years, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's become more uh, tourism. Before, it's uh, like a countryside. No one knows about Russell Khaimah. Nowadays, yeah. people are even coming to, from worldwide and visit Russell Khaimah with the beach and mountain. Yeah. And a lot, of, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, hotels coming up mm. with the new mm. views even in the beach. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you studied quality management in university. And then your first job, it was with the Abu Dhabi police, right? How was it like? Yeah. Uh, actually, my, uh, my bachelor degree, it was uh, uh, arch- uh, architecture coffee. Uh, architecture. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coffee's on your mind, Nurul. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
new, a new, a new sector, maybe. <laughs> They, I think you've made a new field you right there. You've been in the university, yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> my my bachelor actually uh, it, uh, it was in, in architecture engineering in Abu in UAE University. Okay. Uh, I graduated in 2000, 2007. Yeah, and then I worked in Abu Dhabi Police as a, uh, as an architect, and then become a senior architect doing design and these kind of things. And then I got my certification, uh, my mat, uh, my master degree in quality management in 2011. And then I moved to Adnok onshore as a senior quality manager, uh, engineer there. Right. So I just want to know the design degree that you studied, it was product design or graphic design or uh, it was uh, architecture it's, uh, predominantly? Uh, architecture. Yeah. Okay. Architecture engineering. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. That's yes. very interesting. Designing, uh, designing the buildings, the pla- uh, houses, any, 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 any field that in UAE. Um, and when, when I was in, in Abu Dhabi police, we designed both the new uh, Abu Dhabi police uh, stations and, uh, and also buildings, the new, new uh, police stations. Oh, that's fascinating because I always thought that these kind of work were always um, outsourced. Um, but that's really interesting to know that there you were, um, you know, yeah. as an in-house resource and doing that. In-house resource, yes. And a woman as well, because that's also something that we don't quite get often to see, you know, so that's pretty good. Yeah, actually, I love my, uh, I, lo- I love uh, architecture, actually. And that's why I have uh, my business called Coffee Architecture. So oh, I yes. love uh, architecture and uh, the building and design. I really love it. Well, that's really nice. And then you moved towards Adnoc. And at Adnoc, you then uh, transitioned from architecture. You moved towards uh, quality engineering again, right? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Okay, right. Okay, so then comes coffee architecture, your passion, your baby. Did it start as yes. a side hustle or did you dive right into it, quitting your job? What was no, it? No, like? actually, it's 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 come like uh, side within my job. Actually, when I went to uh, for as a quality, you know, the quality quality engineer or quality management as overall, it's uh, I feel it's a lot of documentation, a lot of reading, a lot of uh, auditing, and these kind of uh, routine coming up. So it's. Uh, it's not like an architect, like mm. doing and designing the the building with creative way, and you have this creativity. And even if in oil and gas sector, it's only follow standard and do this routine. Mm. So that's why it's coming up the coffee journey within this uh, this time when when I was in in um, you know in uh, in my working daily day to day. Hmm. The coffee came along with it. Right, right. And you, I, you actually, just... I, I, the thing is, a lot of people, they ask me, how you discover that coffee is your passion? Or hmm. how you discover the coffee is, this is the thing that you want. Actually, uh, it's coming naturally, you know, by hmm. doing it every day. And then uh, I go deep with the coffee, doing training and uh, 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 dig 
deeply in the coffee and it was a really different feel. Mm. So I feel like this is the time when I go deeply to the coffee and reading, the training, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm not in within the time. Right. So that's the, the, that's the, the point that I, I discovered. Yeah, this is my passion. This is the thing that I'm so happy when I'm going with the coffee and mm. this uh, topic with coffee. So, that is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Nuran, something that you wrote on LinkedIn, it caught my eye. You say that as happy as I was being an architect, I was always drawn to the art, chemistry and cultural heritage of coffee. I have my grandmother to thank for that. I carry her legacy with me every day at Coffee Architecture. That is so remarkable. You know, that story of love and legacy behind your passion. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Actually, um, the, my inspiration is my grandmother. When she passed away in 2016, I said I should do something for her uh, and bring this coffee, uh, hospitality, and culture, new AE, and bring it to the world. In coffee architecture, we do a lot of uh, a lot of coffees as a brewing, like Americano, cappuccino, and we have this heritage of Arabic coffee, the gahwa, in our uh, in our menu. It's not even in our menu; it's free for anyone can come yes. and enjoy the cup of coffee. There's something so cozy about this whole cafe culture, you know. But um, drinking coffee is is an indulgent experience. You take a voluntary break from your day, and and you sit to enjoy a cup. And there is this unmistakable aroma of a coffee shop, the whiff of baked treats, you know. Um, it's like pausing life for a few minutes. You slow down just for a moment. And even now, you know, I'm doing my morning runs for the, to the school with my daughter. And um, I try to limit my cup to one day. But it's just, especially in mornings, it's not something that you can resist. <laughs> Freshly baked croissants, yeah. coffee. And I'm yeah. always like... Oh, well, it's okay. Let's have another cup. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So Nuran, tell me, is brewing primarily the science of extraction or the art of balancing flavors? What do you think? Art or science? What is this whole coffee business? I think it's, it's, it's mixed between art and science, but the most, uh, probably maybe 80% is art and 20% is science Mm. for me. Mm. Because even if you uh, do exactly as per the recipe that you have in coffee and you have the same grind size, the same uh, extraction, uh, brewing time and everything, but, but there is an art how mm. to uh, create this cup of coffee. Yeah. And it's different from person to person. Even if you standardize everything and you give them ev- like every the recipe and everything, mm. but still each barista has a different, different. feeling. Mm. Yeah, L- like the home when you when your mother doing the 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 you know when you do a cook or something, she did it with love and you will enjoy it. But sometimes yeah. when you do the same recipe, you will do it. Yeah, maybe it will not be the same. You know, <laughs> that's true. And so it's, it's so an strange. art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you give. You will give me the same recipe, the same everything. Definitely, it will be something different. different. Yeah. Well, anyway, mothers never really give the recipe. Whenever I ask my mom for something, <laughs> she said, "Come in the kitchen. Look while I'm cooking. Look at <laughs> look at me. I I can't tell you how many teaspoons. I can't tell you. I I don't measure. I just know." Yeah. It <laughs> See, That's it's so, it's the heart, yeah. you know, the yeah. art of doing this kind of thing. Even the coffee, even specialty coffee, we give 
the, the barista, the recipe, the, the grind size, everything, how to taste. And, but still, hmm. it depends on person and person. Right. So we I would try say a combination of both. Yeah. 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 Interesting. And the UAE is a melting pot of cultures and, you know, different nationalities, races, and the perfect harmonious way these different religions, races, and sects live together. It's, it's something so remarkable about here. But with that comes stereotypes as well, especially regarding women, Emirati women in particular. Have you dealt with any resistance from your family or the community towards this passion of yours, which was something I think you were a pioneer of? Actually, it's, it was a new things in my family, the whole family. Even mm. the culture in UAE, it's different. Uh, because as a woman and doing coffee as a hospitality, you know? Yes. Uh, uh, it's, it's a different way, a different feel even. Feel. So, yeah, it's different. And uh, I had a lot of struggles in the beginning, but then they accepted. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. take time and yeah. then uh, when when they saw my passion they when they saw my uh, my growth with this particular uh, field so they appreciate and they are now supporting me in each step mm. and i think you must have opened doors for so many other young uh, girls out there who would have probably not even thought about something like this but you know it's like a new door open for them where they're thinking that anything yeah. is possible yes and actually, the the, uh, the Emirati culture, especially ladies, they are doing a lot of creative things in their home. Yeah. So you have a lot of businesses uh, in home, home business, like mm-hmm. sweet cookies or any bakeries or any kind of uh, dessert. They do even, uh, but in the house, no one knows them. Mm-hmm. And they they don't go to serve the customer face to face, you know, just right. do the things and then deliver it to the home or any, uh, in any district. But yeah, this is the thing. Like when I face this time that I'm serving, I'm doing the coffee and serve mm. it to the customer. Mm. So this is the turning point with the whole, my family and even my customer. Right. And they don't believe they said, are you Emirati? Really? I said, yeah. Oh, weird. I said, why? <laughs> so we have still still this conversation, but it takes time. But I think uh, people appreciate now, uh, and uh, especially when they recognize uh, the effort and the value that I give it to the community, especially coffee community. So they believe. It's remarkable. Yes, yeah. and you know, um, even me. One of the because I often went and I was working. I just outrightly say in my office um, oh you know I think I need to have a retirement plan so th- whenever there would be something I would say okay I have a bucket list of all the things that I would do when I'm retired or an alternate career plan and I always wanted to do this as well um, but I used to say that I'd either work as a barista even if I'm a successful place in my career you know um, or own a coffee shop but be actually there you know not just own a coffee shop and be behind the scenes because I believe there's so much life happening, you know, when you just sit and people watch, you know, there's yeah, people coming, in, yeah. coming out and yes. Yeah. And everybody it's has a story a really to tell. Different story, different story. Each customer has a different story and how, uh, you know, uh, Sunny, Sunny, uh, Sanya, yeah. um, um, 
when you when you go to coffee shop and you become uh, the barista and doing the coffee, not only managing the coffee shop, hmm. and then you did it with love. And I have three values. Always, I'm telling my 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 baristas and people we work together is love, care, and joy. We have mm-hmm. these three main values. We put it in our mind with each cup of coffee. So when we are creating this cup of coffee and people are drinking the coffee and enjoying, it's really give me this momentum and it's been like this is I I had my day now I'm mm. so happy yeah I know what you mean absolutely just satisfy you know satisfy yeah. the customer and they enjoy not only satisfy they enjoy the coffee and they boost their energy and then they go through the life with happy and energized more yeah so I have this funny saying I say Whenever I get a unicorn in my coffee cup, I'm like, okay, the barista either slept very well or they had a very good day. <laughs> but I'm always looking like forward to art, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I have a, I have a unicorn or something nice, and it actually does no, no, make a yeah. difference. I mean, it's the same amount of money, yeah. it's the same latte, it's the same taste. But when somebody's made a little bit of an effort in my latte, like I feel so good, you mm-hmm. know. And I always yes. wanted them thank them and look at them and you know appreciate them um mm-hmm. so Noren, tell me about the work culture because you were just mentioning about your three core values that you have at at the coffee shop but how else uh, you know what else are you doing are you wearing your ex abu dhabi cop hat at work you know like <laughs> <laughs> i'm only kidding <laughs> Like, open it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, working with the team, it's and let them align with your uh, values and mission and vision of your organization. It's the most mm. difficult things in life for me. Oh, sure. uh, and the communication between between each of us, and especially when we grow, like not only one or two employees, now we, we are uh, almost five, six, six employees. So, so uh, how to connect, how to have uh, this communication as same as I am, they can communicate with the customer. So a lot of effort, a lot of, uh, you know, meeting every, uh, every week or every month, it's necessary hmm. to, get, to get them aligned with what exactly happened. Hmm. But and you know, have this clarity, you know, with mm. them. The most important thing to know what right. exactly you want mm. in this coming month or in this year, so they know what exactly they do to have to achieve your goal and your mission and vision. This is the most important. Mm. Clarity, communication. Yes. Right. And you are yourself with them, like, you know, because I can see from speaking to you, you're such an easygoing person. You know, I, I love your laughter, by the way. <laughs> you're not afraid to laugh. Thank you. And, and I have this theory that, that people who laugh unapologetically at anything that they want to laugh at are really good people in life, you know. Um, and it's just my theory. I don't know about it, but it, it's definitely helped me and you know vibing with similar kind of people so tell me like when you're dealing with them you know this is the kind of culture that you have there as well yeah always laughing uh, enjoying the moment because uh, time is passing and mm. you have this moment right now with them so 
when I come, uh, as I said, the values love, care, and joy. The integrity with this world, it should be aligned with what, even with us, between each of us, not only for the customer. Mm. So the integrity between this world and I should be joyful when they, when I'm there. Even if we had a trouble thing, sometimes I, I go tough with them and they know that they do some mistakes. So they push themselves to, uh, to recover or do uh, uh, the right thing. But it's with joy, with, uh, mm. with the humanity. So this is, the, this is what we have through the culture and coffee architecture. Beautiful. And you know, we still work with the old idea that we should check the messy parts of ourselves at the door of our professional lives. But doing so cuts us off from the source of our creativity. The result is that our organizations are actually less productive, less imaginative, not just poor workplaces for individuals to be, but poor places for collaboration and spontaneity and laughter and humor, which is the basics of, you know, human civilization is the basics of our needs. Um, yes, that's amazing. Yeah. So tell me about your challenges now, Nuran. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's been an incredible journey, but what was one thing that you probably now experienced it would tell to your younger self or, you know, when you were starting out with this that you would have done differently or dealt differently? What was something challenging for you in all of this? Yeah, the, the challenge is uh, it's every day we have a challenge. But we accept it, you know. Hmm. Uh, especially now when we we have this COVID situation, COVID hmm. situation it's oh, yeah. really affecting the business and affecting exactly. You have a plan to do something, but it's give you a, a different direction when it's happened. Actually, oh yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, the most challenge that I I, I had it is myself. Really? How to deal with myself? Yeah. Okay. How to deal with myself and manage myself more because managing people, managing uh, the business, it's easy. Just giving the order, giving what you want and have this clear message to, to all of uh, your employees. So they will do it if you, they don't do it. So you can, you can show, you can know the direction, you know, hmm. but managing yourself is the most challenging each day. Because wow. if you are not commitment, committed, uh, sorry, if you are not committed to, to do the things that you have in your list or your things to do this day, you will be hard, you become behind. Mm. So, uh, especially with COVID-19, everything changed. So your mind, uh, what exactly, what, the security is gone, you know. And even especially me, I went, uh, I was in a secure job. And then I moved to, uh, to my coffee shop and then uh, I'm an entrepreneur now. So moving with this direction and get us this head of COVID-19, it gives us a lot of insecure, uh, you know, within yourself. So mm. how you manage yourself uh, and your mental and body and everything like you as you and get the order and discipline to do the things that you should do with exactly this day this is the most challenging oh my gosh that's that is such an incredible point of view that that's actually come to think of it the challenge is nothing outside or external but it's actually inside of you i mean the day that you can master yourself 
because you see there's you're right there's a lot of um, ethics involved you know we see okay we, i can do that i can do this but managing your own self perfecting your own self and forcing yourself to follow the any kind of let's say schedule short term long term goals that you set for yourself you're right that is the biggest challenge and it's very difficult once you're an entrepreneur you're not in a job where somebody else is bound to get something done from you but you are your own boss but then you have to yeah yeah that's amazing yeah <laughs> okay and yes. one thing that i also like to talk about is networking and i see that you're very open to networking you're very open to hosting webinars and hosting events um how has all of that experience been like and what is the response that you get from people actually each event or webinar is different than the other a lot of fun a lot of joy actually and learning process mm. so this is my growth because i really you know senia i didn't imagine myself really uh, even when i'm with with my colleague in university i said the most difficult thing as a professional career is teaching people <laughs> or <laughs> give them a lecture or something really mm. i feel it's so hard because delivering the message and what exactly the value that you have to mm. them it's most challenging but this is the, when i become in a coffee field and with my certification people are asking for doing training doing a webinar doing an event small event learn them so i said Okay, no, let's do it. But mm. you know, this communication and open to the public and speak up in English, even especially English, because my my language is Arabic actually. Mm. Speaking speaking English and deliver this message to the Parisian community, right? And even to the people around the world, it's so difficult for me. And I mm. have this fear. Oh my God, I cannot do it. But uh, still, uh, with one event to another event, to webinar to live. Uh, live in Instagram, uh, especially in COVID nineteen, I did mm. a lot of connection live uh, with the community. So yes. and adding a value to them, so it gave me a better and better and better each day, mm. and add a value to the to the community and the world. Yes, right. So and it's be, it's, a, it's a journey, you know. <laughs> definitely <laughs> is. And which one is your favorite social media platforms? Like coming from now in F and B industry, which platform do you think is the most useful for you and your business so far? I I didn't. Uh, I feel uh, Instagram is good, mm. but uh, when I uh, start the LinkedIn, uh, maybe two months two mm. months ago, oh my god, it's more. Uh, more pronouncing more uh, more authentic people right. that coming to me oh yes uh, in a professional way in a mm. professional way not like mm. okay like and that's it and they yes. move no they come for a business they come for doing a real thing mm. so i uh, i really surprised in linkedin that's amazing. As especially yeah. especially, uh, especially as an entrepreneur going okay. to this uh, field yeah i think Yeah you're right about that you know I mean they they all have their pros and cons but that's one thing they always say as well that linkedin is free and pretty much yeah. the algorithm that it still has is organic on instagram 
with every day, like even this morning, I was reading something up that now they've changed the algorithm. And now it doesn't matter if most people have liked or commented on your post, but they need to save it the most. I'm like, who would save posts? You know, they're just making it so difficult for your posts to show up in the newsfeed. Um, but mm-hmm. yes, having that aesthetic grid is also important. But um, meaningful relationships, I would, yes, agree that LinkedIn is a good source of that. Um, that's how we connected as well, because that's where I read your yes. article. I was interested to, yeah. to know more about you. Um, well, yeah. Noran, it's been great speaking to you. Um, just well, one last thing before you go. So you, of course, you are an Arabic speaker. And um, I think most of the language that my listeners have, you know, they're, they're listening or speaking English. But I'd like you to say something in Arabic, maybe some favorite poetry, some favorite phrase that you have. And that would be just a beautiful note to end the show on. So I will talk in Arabic, yeah? Yes, okay. you will. Okay. <laughs> وانا صراحة سعدت وايد معاكم ان شاء الله اشوفكم على خير وحياكم الله معانا في كوفي اركتكتشر واسويكم احسن وافضل قهوة عندي لكم حياكم ان شاء الله ان شاء الله so you know I will I will I I spoke like the translation is I was so happy being with you and God welcoming you to co- uh, to coffee architecture in the cafe. I didn't mention, I think, coffee architecture. Uh, and then you will enjoy, I will do my best to do the cup of coffee for you and you will enjoy it, inshallah. Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you.